Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Reaction edition of the Night Report podcast. Joining me once again is Richie Schneiderite. Richie, we have uh, Brandon Knight uh, came out today that he is returning uh, on a contract extension to Rutgers as uh, the top assistant for Steve Peichel. He got a pretty substantial raise, he increased the salary almost by like 50%. Um, this was not really a surprise, but it did seem like we were kind of teetering on the edge of our seat here for couple weeks, whether he's going to take the St. Peter's job, whether another job's going to open up, whether he's going to join his cousin, Shaheen Holloway, at, uh, St. Uh, not St. Peter's, Seton Hall. Yeah. Uh, just talk us through, I guess, what happened with uh, with Coach Knight and why he's coming back. Yeah, so I mean, um, obviously he was one of the top candidates for St. Peter's, um, but at the end of the day, uh, 600K, I mean, St. Peter's wasn't coming close to that. I think uh, Holloway was only making around like 280 Um that was reported to 75 area. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was no way that St. Peter's is the reason for this extension. I, I think the, uh, well, I shouldn't say, I think I know the other reason for this extension is Seton Hall. Seton Hall was pushing for him heavily. Um, according to our Seton Hall website uh, on rivals, they told us that uh, he actually got offered the associate head coaching position job. Now what that number was, no one, I guess will probably ever know other than Knight himself or maybe Holloway, I guess. But um, it, it was enough for Rucker to say, hey, shit, like, listen, we either pony up now or we're going to have to have a whole or might even be looking at a whole new coaching staff with Hobbs being rumored elsewhere, too. So, yeah, so they ponied up. Um, I think he's the second highest currently in the Big Ten. I don't know who first is, um, but I'm assuming it would be Phil Martelli, possibly. Probably, that's that was my guess as well. But um, also Bill Myers numbers aren't out yet. And I think he's going to get paid mm. by Maryland as well. He's a he's been at Seton Hall for 14 years you're not going to just drag that guy away from Seton Hall. I know they were pushing for him as well to stay with the the Pirates, but big blow to the Pirates. Um, definitely hurts a little bit for Holloway, although he is a still a pretty good recruiter himself, but huge news for Rutgers to keep this guy on board. Um, heck of a recruiter. I think he's arguably easily, I shouldn't say arguably, he is easily your best recruiter uh, on the staff. He's landed guys like Cliff Amarui. Um, I had it pulled up. Montez Mathis. He played a role in Geo Baker. Um, he just landed Derek Simpson, who just signed on with the program as a 2022 recruit. And he's also been the main, uh, the main go-to guy when, in terms of any big name recruit and talking Rutgers basketball. So, I mean, this, this is, this is big news for Rutgers. It shows that they're ready to, uh, take this program to the next level. And they're not like, uh, they're not a bottom feeder anymore. Now they have big money and it's, it's starting to show. Yeah, no, I think that's it's going to continue to be a separator for Rutgers, especially over even like a school like Seton Hall. Like the Big East TV money is mm-hmm. just dwarfed by what Rutgers is getting from the Big Ten. So yeah. we shouldn't have any excuse to be outbid by anybody in the in the region for anything really moving forward. Um, Brandon Knight, I believe, is also responsible for the rotations for Pike. I think that's Correct. something that he's in charge of. Um, but I think you touched on something interesting. I also kind of want to talk about today. Uh, Fran Dunphy was named the head coach for LaSalle, which was a bit of a surprise because he's 73 now. He's been out of coaching for a few years. And it sounded like Carl Hobbs and, and Dunphy were the final two for mm-hmm. that LaSalle job. Just talk a little bit about um, 
you know, how big it is or how not big it is, whatever you want to go with this, uh, Rutgers getting Hobbs back as one of Pike's also top assistants. Yeah, so now it's interesting. So I was looking before, um, if you look on the Rutgers website, they're actually both named uh, associate head coaches now. Oh, interesting. I don't know when that was changed. I know um, I was I was BSing before with another beat writer, and uh, he, he told me that he actually changed before the season, but I, I didn't notice it at all. But, yeah, they're both listed as associate head coach now. Um, Carl Hobbs has played a pretty big role in recruiting a couple guys. I know some of them have transferred out since then, Montez Mathis and Jaden Jones, who's technically in the NBA draft portal. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. But he also played a role in uh, recruiting Jalen Miller, Dean Reber, Mawat Mag. He was the main recruiters for those guys. He's got a ton of history. Um, former A-10 coach of the year, led the George Washington Colonials to like multiple tournament bids. Um Overall, he seems like he's a pretty good coach. He's a little older, so I was a little shocked that like programs like LaSalle are going to go after guys like him and Dumphy in the first place because you, you think you'd probably just want that up-and-comer and just take a risk. Like, What do you have to lose? Take Get that up-and-comer guy, get a Holloway type, bring him in. If he does good, then we're next, move on. Like, You just kind of keep rotating in these young dudes. And mm-hmm. uh, interestingly enough, before uh, – Dumphy got hired today. Jared Grasso, who was also a rumored candidate for the LaSalle job, who is kind of that younger mold, uh, just got an extension over at Bryant. So now it's like, I think they kind of just struck out a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised to see a new contract for Carl Hobbs relatively soon. Did a little bit digging on uh, Oprah requests and um, actually uh, Hobbs and TJ Thompson's contracts and um, both expire this upcoming June. And they, oh, have to, they have to let them know 30 days beforehand if they're going to renew or what it expires. So now push that back to now we're looking at like May 30th. And you got to think that these guys are going to have to uh, have, have some kind of news. Either they're coming back or not relatively soon. Yeah, it should be soon. I do want to show you something, though. Have you ever heard of the Wayback Machine? No. Um, so the Wayback Machine is like an internet archiving thing. I uh, okay. actually can't because you're, uh, you're the host and I can't share my screen. But there's uh, what it does is it takes periodic snapshots of the internet of okay. different pages. So you can basically say you wanted to see what Google looked like in 1995. Mm-hmm. You can go into the Wayback Machine and see what it looked like. It like just saves what the page looked like. Yeah. So anyway. You want, you want me to give you the host thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll, sh- I'll show just so um, there you go. We have a little bit of a demo here. So it looks like there's a snapshot of Brandon Knight's um, this is wild, actually. I page thing. <laughs> from October 1st of 2021. Okay. So this is what his page looked like then. Yeah, assistant coach. Yeah. So before the season, he was just an assistant coach. And this is his actual page right now, associate head coach. So yeah. that has changed sometime between October 1st, 2021 and now. I'd assume it's probably a very recent change, but we can't be sure. But it's definitely something that's changed either during the season or after the season. Interesting. So I'll stop sharing. But. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I don't, I've never heard of a program having two associate head coaches, which makes me think that Hobbs still might be on his way out. I don't think it's 100% official he returns. Obviously, he's got great connections to Pike, working together at UConn and George Washington. And that's where um, the connection to TJ kind of works in too. Now, how do you rep- I don't even want to speculate on replacing him yet just because it's not and nothing's official, but mm-hmm. there's there's some options out there that I, I think Rutgers could upgrade in terms of the recruiting department. Mm-hmm. Um Hobbs, like I just said before, hasn't recruited a ton of dudes. He's played a role in Montez Mathis, who was a big win over UConn in the first place. Jaden yep. Jones was a pretty big win. I think our 
finished as like the 96th, 97th ranked recruit, something like that in our rankings. And those are, those are big gets. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, has he really like done much other than that? I, I feel like he's been relatively quiet in terms of recruiting. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see if they uh, end up renewing that one or extending it, whatever you want to call it. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> so speaking of recruiting, obviously it seems like we have a couple open slots for next year that are being yeah. reserved for transfer portal guys. Um, I want to talk about a few of the guys we're looking at. Um, and also maybe strategy. Let's first, we got to talk about Ethan Wright because you've put it out there a few times that he's by far the number one target for the staff right now. How are we doing with him and what does he bring to the table? So now uh, it's kind of interesting. He's, well, I'll start with what he brings to the table, I guess. Uh, he, I mean, he's a pretty good guard. He shoots at a high percentage. I forget the exact numbers. Um, which one's Ethan Wright? One sec. He's got two years left, I confirmed, Ivy League. Because they didn't does confirmed up two years. Yes, they didn't have okay. that year, so he does get that extra year now. Um, he's actually okay. Super- sorry to Aaron Brightman if you're listening, because I I was not arguing with him, but I was saying on Twitter that it was one year, and Aaron was right. So my bad. Yeah, no, it's two years because that it's weird how the Ivy League processed all that. But he, he's actually, if you look at all the numbers that I posted on the our, our hoops transfer tracker, he actually has the lowest turnover percentage, which is huge in terms of guard um he rebounds at almost seven per game regardless of ivy league or not it's it's impressive 50 percent shooter 40 percent from three um yeah i mean all the numbers itself just kind of they, they kind of speak for themselves i should say uh he's a very good player knows how to score i think he was 14 or 15 said per game just pulled it down but uh yeah i mean overall i mean someone that can help replace geo's loss and uh at that guard position and then uh, in terms of where Rutgers stands, they're all in on him right now, it seems like. I know people are like, oh, it's all in. That's that's their only focus. No, it's not their only focus. It just means that's their top target. Like, um, Yeah, he's by far their top target at the moment. Uh, we'll probably see where he goes first, and then they'll decide if they have to go for another guard or not and start showing interest in other dudes. Um, they're starting to show interest in a couple other guards. I know we have on there, and Marcus Hammond. Um, Sam Sessoms was one they showed a little interest in. Tyree Key's a new name we posted about. Ethel Horton out of Pittsburgh is a name we posted about too. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like right now, Wright is starting to lean towards like a couple Midwest schools. Um, Creighton's right there. Um, Loyola Chicago is one that's like really near the top for him. And it wouldn't shock me too much because their head coach who took over after um, the previous assistant had that crazy final four run. I forget what his name was, but their new head coach drew something. Um, he's been highly touted, highly touted it as a uh, top tier recruiter. So, I mean, it's not too shocking. It seems like they're more of like in a reload than a rebuild type of mode. Yeah. Their, pro- their former coach is a guy, Porter Mosier. He's now the head coach at, at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the head coach now is this guy, Drew Valentine. Drew Valentine. Who's, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Very good recruiter so far. I mean, it seems like uh, he's got a bunch of transfers has that have a uh, Loyola Chicago in there, like top two, top three. Yep. So. We'll see. So I guess it's a wait and see. Unfortunately, I wish there was more to report on the transfer portal for Rutgers because it's an obvious need, but it's not something that it seems to be. We're it doesn't seem like we're involved with many guys um, from the reporting that is kind of coming yeah. out. It, it's interesting. I thought they'd throw out a kind of a wider net a little bit, but it's hard to recruit a big man. That's why Neil Quinn kind of is like backed off between them, mutually backed off, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, cause he obviously wants minutes. It's like, it's going to be his last two years of college basketball. He wants to play. He's not playing over cliff. Um, Ethel Horton is one that, um, I actually heard Rutgers was near the top for now. He's got some off the court issues was suspended for a couple months. So I think we talked about it last pod. So yep. it, it's a name to watch, but it's, it's might just be a backup option. If Wright decides to go to either Creighton or Chicago or Loyola Chicago or one of those other ones. Um, so, I mean, it is a name to watch, and he's not a bad player. He's decent, has ACC experience. Um, I just don't think he's anywhere near as good as Wright. So, it's like, I guess Wright is your top option, and then you kind of go from there, and then you'll probably cast out that net a little bit wider and then see. I also think that they might just be waiting on some people, and this is pure speculation, but you saw the three St. Peter's guys enter the portal today. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot more guys who enter the portal, and there's going to be just – I think there's, it's kind of like a buyer's market almost. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen some of the crazy shit that's going on with like LSU. Like LSU literally lost every Euro single scholarship. scholarship player from last year, whether to the NBA or to the portal. So there's going to be options. Um, and there's going to be a ton of guys who don't end up somewhere. So Rutgers has an opportunity to really improve their current team for next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a patience thing with Pike. I don't know if it's him resisting this portal life that we all exist in now. But yeah. I just hope that he does make more of an effort into the portal because we clearly need some scores for next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, also you got to think of it like this. A lot of these guys that are declaring for the draft, half of them aren't going to get drafted. I hate to say at the end of the day, and there's a good chance some of them are coming back and they're going to go back to school and they might just go pull it like a Jacob Young type thing and go right back into the portal. And it's like, all right, let's see what I got right now. So we'll have to wait and see for that. A bunch of names are going to enter and they're, they're entering every day, I guess it's like, 15 to 20 every day it's insane yeah it's wild there's <clears throat> that site that i've kind of posted a few times at evanmaya.com yeah um every day it's like seemingly growing by like 50 guys i think when i first found it, it had like 500 some uh entries into the portal now it's at over a thousand it's at yeah. uh, almost 1100 at this point actually yeah so, i believe it it's it's um it's very interesting to say the least uh yeah, I mean, um, but I mean, Rutgers has their top assistant, so it's time to time to earn that paycheck. Yeah, no, it's definitely time to do that. Um, hopefully, hopefully, there's more action soon because we yeah, keep, we keep beating this horse. It's just <laughs> when is it actually gonna do something? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is quiet, but uh, I mean, if they can win right, I'm telling you, that that guy's gonna be a difference maker if they can get him after, and then the rest is all just extra. Yep. Um, So I think that's kind of it on the coaching and transfer portal stuff. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we sign off for today? Um, No, like I said, I'm probably going to post the contract news and the contract numbers relatively soon. Kind of holding off just to, just to let the the night news kind of simmer a little bit. We'll call it that. But uh, yeah, it it, it is interesting um, that they do have to renew these guys this year. I found it interesting that TJ was only on a one-year deal as well. Um, I know he's technically with the team beforehand, but um usually these things are two-year deals but i guess it's trying to equal out with all the staff so if you do see extensions it's more than likely going to be a two-year extension to kind of match up with knight's deal um but yeah it's i guess it's just uh, kind of a wait and see right now and uh hopefully i'll be able to break that news too (laughs) yeah uh, at least according to some people you broke that news maybe Uh, not others but whatever like i said story for another day i got a couple names that are getting engraved on bottles right now (laughs) All right, guys, well, stay tuned to the board. Stay tuned to Twitter. Uh, 
going to be news coming fast and furious like it has been all off season. Yep. Um, but thanks again for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, please give us a, a five-star review on your favorite platform. Uh, you listen to podcasts on, it really helps us get more visibility with Rutgers fans. But uh, this has been another edition of the Network Podcast. Anyway. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.